week on Geekly, we're geeking on grown-up tech. It's Mike's birthday, and there will be presents and found footage. And now your host at your peak of Geekly Deekly Weekly, Mike and Deglio. Hey, friends. What's going on? It's Mike and Deglio, and this is KMN. Nope, there's no N. <laughs> KMN Geekly. Just a sneak peek at two pals geeking on what got them through the week. I screwed that up this time again, but guess what? That's kind of the charm of the whole thing. This week, Keith, confetti or no, we are talking about one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's you. That yes. is me. It is my birthday today as we are recording, hence the cupcake. And so I thought it would be fun. You know, some there was a period of my 30s, a large period of my 30s, where I wanted to avoid my birthday at all costs. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want any attention. And I'm coming into a new phase, Keith. Uh, 42 for you, I say, you being the proverbial you, me. And so I want to, uh, I'm going to embrace the limelight and I want to talk about some things. I want to talk about. Yeah, because I, I I wanted to ask you about this transition, mm-hmm. right? From, from like, uh, because there's, there's got to be some sort of a U curve in our life where when we're 10 years old, there's nothing we want to do more than birthday, birthday, birthday. And then. At some point, we hit a dip, and we would prefer not to even have them at all. But you are coming back up the you. So what, what do you think has prompted the return of the birthday enthusiasm? Well, a lot of things. If bef- we'll get it, We're going to have lots of laughs and jokes, but the, the serious bit here is therapy, therapy, therapy. Keith and I actually, we joke about it on the show a lot. We don't actually talk about it quite a bit, and I think we should do an episode on one of the shows at some point mm. just talking about therapy, telehealth, in-person counseling, pharmaceuticals, whatever it is that's your mix, it's worth it. And it, and it's and it's yeah. made me realize a lot of my time, Keith, for a lot of reasons, a lot of my life, I've I've had this ever-present ticking clock that started mm. really young when my grandmom died and I started judging, adjudicating life based in these time benchmarks. Now, we all do that in some respect and for different reasons, uh, but I, I've recognized recently, in the past few years, through a lot of work and introspection and, and, and talking with a lot of people, that that's not always very healthy. And it can take away from focusing on the things that are important. And so I've been really blessed in my life. Uh, I've had amazing experiences and opportunities and met amazing people and have just an incredible tribe around me. And so this year, I'm not spending my birthday day with anyone, minus you and, and the fans and the friends. Uh, and I just kind of want to just appreciate what I've got and who I am and where I'm at. So that's that's kind of what we're doing on the show today. And it's what I did last night, which is a, a conversation I want to have with you today. And that's it. That's that's the thing. I, I I can't be anybody else but myself, Keith. And so I'm just embracing that. Yeah, fair enough. No, I I, I do think that that's healthy. I'm I, I'm not quite there yet for my birthday because, but but I I feel like I should be. And I you know it's it's funny you talk about. Um, the awareness of the ticking clock and the and the awareness of time because it's it's I've sort of been the opposite of that where I've spent most of my life not really thinking about the ticking clock, not really thinking hmm. about time and not really thinking about you know uh, time being linear and time being finite and that's been some sort of kind of new to me and I think that in in some ways it's actually been helpful. Um, you know, the, the sort of like, all right, get to the stuff that you need to get to because you don't have an unlimited amount of time and, and, and things are transitioning and changing. And I think that for me, 
that was a healthy awareness to start like, let me just start addressing the things I need to address because we don't have unlimited time with people. Uh, and you letting go of that a little bit is also probably a healthy thing too. And I think, you know, perhaps if we talk about the therapeutic process, it's about finding balance mm -hmm. with all of these things and finding ways to embrace the now and be, have a concept of the future. Like it's uh no, that's all very, uh, it's all very useful. I, I think if, as regardless of how you frame it or approach it, I think that, and this works for me. And once again, I love to say this, we speak from an incredible point of privilege. That doesn't mean we haven't gone through some shit. We haven't had trauma. That doesn't mean any For of that. Sure. We obviously empathize with all those people, and it's never a it's never a pissing contest or a, co a competition. Who's had the most trauma or the most pain? We we all have our balls we juggle, uh, but we do have privilege as well. And so I'm I'm, I'm never complaining. But I do want to say that I think as long as we, whatever your viewpoint on time is or how you and, and you don't have to love your birthday or embrace whatever your journey is is your journey. However. What I'm finding is that if we can replace a lot of the stuff with a little bit of gratitude or find moments or days, mm -hmm. maybe it's a birthday, and just and just embrace the gratitude, that's a good that's a positive step forward. And if you can be a little bit proactive on any of your shit, that that's a win, right? <laughs> the problem with time for me, Keith, was always judging yourself against it. I should do this mm. by then, right? And and it's funny, my whole life I lived as if I wasn't that way. Right. I'd be like, well, we're performers. We went down a different path. We're not the people who say, OK, we graduate college, buy a house, get married, have kids, do that thing. That's right, not us. Right. But we just did it in a different way. Oh, if I don't have my if I'm not in my first Broadway show by this age or if I haven't published a musical by this mm -hmm. age, we just yep. it was just back here. We were just torturing ourselves in a different way to, on a different pace. Right. So everybody. Yeah, for sure. As much as we think we're we all do the same stuff as humans. It's 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 crazy. So don't do that to yourself. And that's not what we're well, doing I, today. But go no, ahead, go ahead, finish and, your point. You know, and and, and the, the last thought on that, and I think that the um I, I I think what helps me realizing that you know time is linear and time is finite and there are there are there are doors that do close, just they flat out do close at a certain point. However, opportunity is not finite. And that the doors that close from you close for you because you're not in your twenties anymore, are replaced by doors that open up because you're in your forties. Mm -hmm. And and whether that's whether that's roles you can play if you're an actor, whether that's you know opportunities you can have as a writer, life experience. It's just like there there are some things that just my you know your abilities. And your your knowledge and your wisdom and your abilities are going up while perhaps your you know twenty year old body is going down, and there there are that opportunity is not finite. I guess is my point, and I think that that is the uh, the good lesson that I've learned. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that, and and I I appreciate everybody being here. Sorry, I didn't even put the let's see. This was all wrong. I <laughs> I wanted this up. Oh, there you You're go. You're so excited about your cupcake. You know, yeah. you couldn't even think about the uh, That's true. Our logo there. Um, so, yes. So I want to talk a little bit first. Uh, well, we had it in a different order. I wanted to talk about... My, Mike, it's your birthday. I know. We can go in whatever order go you want. Schedule. I wanted to go uh, talk a little bit about what I did yesterday. My family threw a little shindig for me at my brother's house. And it, it brought up an interesting conversation I want to start with you. Uh, and then that'll that that should segue us into. Remember, as a kid, it was toys, 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 and for the most part, as an adult, it's mostly Wait, toys, toys, changed? toys. <laughs> I know that's true, <laughs> but I thought what might be fun is over the past couple months, I've actually 
had a couple of gifts I've gotten for myself that are something that kid me would have been like not interested in, but they've sort of revolutionized my daily routine and my life. So I want to talk about like, you know, grown up tech things that we're geeking on that maybe kid us would have not been digging. So uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, so last night I go to my brother's house. They wanted to have a party. I wasn't, as I had mentioned to you, Keith, I'm not really big into celebrating with folks this year. I wanted to kind of have some time for myself. My wife's out of town. Uh, we'll say to CEO Jen, who's my wife, who's the uh, CEO and chair of our of our podcast empire, uh, happy preview opening tonight. She's yes. opening her Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish. If you're in around New York, you should go check it out. It's a really moving, moving piece. So congrats to her. Uh, but she's not here, so I was just kind of doing my own thing. So my brother was like, come on out. My sister was like, what kind of food do you want? My mom was there. All of my nieces and nephews on my on my direct side were going to be there. So I was okay, I show up. So the first thing we did, which is sort of really cool, is I wanted to come up, find some pictures of like my birthday from being a kid to share on the show today. So I'm asking my mom, where's the photo album? She's like, it's in the it's in the storage bit. So anyway, I, 25 minutes later, I'm going through just random storage crap. I found this one bin that just says pictures, and it has got to be 100 pounds. So we, we lug it upstairs, and I'm so excited because there's only going to be all these pictures. Right, well, right. spoiler alert for the end of this story. Uh, of the 100 pounds, I would say a quarter pound is pictures of our existence, of my family. It's just uh, There are more pictures from 1920 through 1965 than there are of our entire childhood. Really? Yeah. I don't know. My hope is that there's another bin somewhere, but it could yeah. just be that it's all on the, it was all on the Hulk and VHS and we just didn't, I, I don't know. Uh, but. Interesting. Somehow, uh, my family has challenges with communication and emotion and, and that's a whole different conversation. But because I pulled this out and started going through, my mom came over. My brother of filtered course. in, my sister comes over, and we started doing the thing you do with photos that I forgot because I haven't gone through pictures in maybe a decade, Keith. Maybe mm. more. Yeah. Who's this? Oh, that's my blah, 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 blah. Oh, do you remember when we went to Bush Gardens and so, so, oh, whatever happened to Liz? Oh, she passed away because, and oh my God, I can't believe, and laughs, tears, snapping pictures, conversations we haven't had in years about people mm. we haven't thought about in years. And then the better, and then the, the other element that hasn't happened ever, my nieces, uh, two of my nieces who are now 12 and 13, 13 and 14, oof, uh, filter over. First question, I held up, they held up a roll of film, like negatives <laughs> of film. What is this, Keith? Didn't even know what it was. Mind's blown. What, no like, idea what the negatives are and then, on a picture. And when yeah. I told her, she goes, oh, so this is how you used to make old-timey photos, which is what she <laughs> referred to as my life's work and memories. Mm -hmm. Old-timey mm -hmm. photos. Mm -hmm. Old-timey, yeah. Who's this? Oh, you were so cute. Oh, she was so cute. They were interested. Which, the, okay, so here is the conversation I want to have, and I we could talk for an hour on it, so I want to try to... Encourage brevity on our part, but whatever. Good luck with that. That this is a tangible experience. Photographs, the idea of, of family photographs and memories as we mm. knew them, right? 70s, 80s kids. 
90s yeah. through the 90s. And I'm, ta- I'm a lot of these are Polaroid pictures that we're looking at. Oh, which hold up Polaroid? surprisingly yeah. well. Like throughout the like 80s we did and 90s. Uh and also like the like beautiful from the early 80s and 70s that my parents they would decide to get really printed. There was some be- the way they used to print photography was beautiful. That shit ain't the way it anymore. Once the one-hour photo lab started, that all changed. Okay, anyway. No. The conversation is photographs weren't just the taking of the photographs. You then got the photographs developed, and from there you curated photos from the developed photographs that you would keep and put in your album. So there was like three, there was like three real vetting uh, processes. What am I going to take a picture of because I only got so much film? And we're not right. talking – most people weren't shooting out there with their SLRs. They were shooting with these handhelds, right? Point no, yeah. And you had what, like 28, if 32 you were lucky. at max? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, if you were lucky. And then it's, okay, how, when am I going to get this role even developed? How many? It's crazy how many pictures we dated from like 84 but realized we probably – they weren't printed until like 86 because wow. you just held on to roles before, and didn't get them developed because it wasn't that easy in the beginning. Yeah. So that's step one. Step two, which pictures came out? Because you might have thought you had some good pictures, yeah. but your finger was there or it got underdeveloped or was overexposed or whatever. And then three, what am I going to put in the album? So when it all gets filtered down three decades later, what do you got? It's not a lot of pictures, it turns out. Of all the pictures, Keith, what I'm going to show you today, I basically have <coughs> one birthday, maybe two, that I can really say mm. I have captured in photographs. But – more so than that, then the process of going through them years later and the memories and the tangible experience, the shared experience, will, will, will kids today have that? When you've got 18 million photographs and videos in your phone that aren't curated and half are just junk and fun, are, 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 are 25, years late, 25 years from now, are my nieces going to sit down and just scroll, flip through their phone? Is it going to be the same as what I had last night? I mean, yes. Well, yeah, because like whatever triggers the memory triggers the memory, right? And and what do you what are you really doing? You're you're triggering conversations, you're triggering memories. So whether that's on a film strip or on an old movie or on scrolling through a Facebook feed, right? It's still the same feeling. It's the same feeling of nostalgia. I mean, I don't think our our parents didn't have well, I guess photo albums, they were sticking around for a while, but um you know, we're looking at VHS tapes and they were looking at home movies, right? It, but it's basically the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think certainly the volume of the media is wildly different now um, because photos are free and photos are unlimited and photos are whatever. And so is video and so is, so is all of that. I mean, it was, you know, with us, not only was it cumbersome, and it was expensive. Yeah. And it was it takes up space and it's 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 a it's a whole thing. Um, you know, and, and for you know, my family, we didn't get a camcorder until like nineteen ninety. So the first ten years of my life only exists on my grandfather's videos, which I've never seen, which are you know, this, that, the other thing. So um but I I do think the basic feeling of nostalgia of ex, of re experiencing that is is much more universal. Mm-hmm. However, I think the difference is because they exist in a physical medium and they live in our mother's basement, right? 
kids today have access to their entire history all the time. Whereas for us, it's, oh, when I go home for the holidays, maybe I can look through them. It's not like you just have, it's on your phone there. So here's me at six months old all the way through my entire existence. So I think this specialness of seeing it as opposed to it just being omnipresent. Um, but I don't know how, how often do kids go and look scroll through them anyway. So maybe it's the same. So there's a slight curation, right? It, it, I think Google Photos and some of the like giant AI does a decent job of being like, hey, you went on a trip. We've put together a little slideshow for you. So there's some of that happening, and I imagine that will advance as you move forward. So that'll probably take some of it away. Because I was thinking that the other thing that's special, I think, about the, our process currently, as antiquated as it tends to be now, is that because so few pictures were taken, you actually can see, analogy quickly, uh, your friend goes away overseas, all right? And they were, let's say they were like a, 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 a corpulent friend of yours. They were a, you know. And Stop talking about me. <laughs> three years later, they come back and they lost a ton of weight. They've been traveling and whatnot. It's like that that change is very abrupt to you because you haven't seen right. them in a while. That's kind of what like looking through these albums is like because you there's only a, a finite number of pictures per era of your life, let's say, of our right. existence. So it's like, oh, here's the King of Prussia years, blah, blah, blah. Here's the, oh, Nick went to college years. And it's, the the changes are stark because the jumps in time are, are very evident. Whereas when you've yeah. got granular pictures of every second of every day and video like the kids do now, I wonder yeah. if the passing of time... The other thing they won't have is the benefit we have of the rose-tinted glasses, right? Rem uh, <laughs> yeah. Remembering certain of these events, mostly we just captured the fun stuff, right, and the and the good right. memories, and so that's sort of encapsulated for us. Whereas kids, it, it's everything, and I just wonder if that just sheer quantity of stuff is going to be cumbersome mm. for them or a challenge or just – I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't take up I, – I think the difference is it doesn't take up space. Yeah. Right, it's not like they have to have an entire basement full of all of this stuff. It's all just there in a digital file, which, you know, with digital space growing exponentially at all times, like they'll never run out. It's never like a. Well, that um, said, I will say, you know, I, I I've clearly been putting, uh, uh, in assuming a negative connotation moving forward, and I think that's just because technology sometimes is just seems ever present in our face. As much as I love it. Uh, the, the best thing I got, and I'm going to go through some of the little presents I got this year. The best thing I got was a my niece, who's 13, is – I think I've mentioned a lot of us aren't – in our family aren't as good at expressing our emotions as somehow I ended up being very em empathetic and I don't – empathetic and I don't understand why that was me that has that ability. But many of the other people in my family don't. But my niece, who's been – you know, we model our families – Decided for my birthday, she was going to sit down with a notepad and write a letter, which she's never done before. She's never written a handwritten letter. Kids don't write letters, Keith. They write emails and stuff. She sat down to Uncle Mike and wrote me a letter that. and signed it. And, like, she poured her heart out at 13, right? Really? And it's really special, and of course, I would never embarrass her by reading it, but it's, like, really special because, you know, it's things we she can't say to me because that's not – how our family rolls, unfortunately, as much as effusive if I, as I am uh, emotionally to them, they know how I feel, and I let them know all the time. 
But it was nice to have that verification. She hears it. Mm. It's special to her. And she feels the same, which is just wonderful. But what she said in there, I will share, is looking back on all the pictures and videos of me as a baby, it's clear to me that we've been best friends since I was a baby, she said. And the ability for her to actually have all of that captured, my love for them as kids captured, is pretty cool. And going back to the photos, seeing my Uncle Joe, who's been dead for years, how much, and I just remember him as this stodgy old bastard who never said anything, loving me up as a baby? It was like all of this stuff I didn't, I've forgotten or didn't know, and now as an adult going back, there's a connotation I didn't have as an eight-year-old seeing that picture. So your age going back through those memories determines what they mean as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, that, that context that you get the new context. And as we're learning new things about ourselves, about our family members, about our own history, getting, you know, re touching those, those touchstones, you know, hitting those new things with new context, I think is, is really, um, you know, it's, it's a good way to examine, you know, talk about, you know, in therapy to, to learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and sometimes you have to hit it a bunch of times to get the full context of it. Uh, but actually, while you're talking about communication and how important it is to um, to express yourself to the people that you care about, I, I just want to I, I don't want to interrupt uh, what's happening here. Uh, uh, no, no, the, that's not even what I'm going to oh, do. Oh, I missed your segue. I thought for sure no, it was that. No, because I have I, I, I want to do a new segment here about communication. Mm hmm. Uh, between the people who we care about, uh, and and that is uh, 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 out of context mic texts, which <laughs> because I there's feel no jingle. Like, uh, well, I, <laughs> well you, you'll understand why because okay. it's real fresh because I came up with it about three minutes ago. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Uh, that just because I wanted to share how we communicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, on your birthday. Um, so our our first segment of out of context mic texts is. Cool. I'm peeing the period. I'll jump in. <laughs> oh, that's a fresh one. That yes, no, that 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 is the literal text that I got moments ago. But, moments ago. But you know, hey, this is the type of communication that you you know, you your old friends, I knew exactly what you meant by that. Mm-hmm. By that uh, by that word salad. So, uh there we go. That, that just about communication. I thought we would enjoy, you'd enjoy that. Happy birthday! Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> listen. Shared experience. The last thing I'll I'll say, and then I want to move forward. Because uh, I guess today's big on therapy. What I didn't recognize, and it seems a no brainer, but it's true. See, often Keith, one of the reasons I didn't I don't like to go through pictures or watch VHS videos, even though we have some, we'll share some today, mm-hmm. is because uh, I'll share a little. I'm going to share a little bit today. My my dad, who passed away, uh, wasn't a great husband. Uh, that's, to, to put it, to, <laughs> a very broad brush on it. And I knew that as a kid. Uh, it was very clear to see they didn't have a very, they had a dysfunctional type relationship. And um, he never laid hands on my mom or anything. I don't want to go too dark or anything. Uh, but, you know, he, he wasn't very friendly sometimes. And so a lot of videos we have, he's like talking, he's, he'll say an off-color comment to my mom or, or, or be dismissive, and it, it affects me. And so I don't mm. like revisiting those things because I don't want to, I don't want my memories, my memories are always tinted with this like, this, uh, this sadness or this hurt or something. 
But, mm. and I thought that was ever present. I never think that could go away. And I didn't remember my dad that way. But as you get older, and as, you know, therapy helps a lot deal too, but as you get older, you start to realize that people are not, there's not one way people are, right? Even ourselves, yeah. we have our goods, we have our bads, and those things change and the balance can change and no one is perfect and everyone is flawed. And, and you know, that doesn't, you can get past it is what I'm getting at. And so I'm able to look, go, that's why I wanted to go through those pictures last night because I I can look through things with different eyes now. And I, I, I didn't recognize the change was so profound in me, but it has been profound. Now, mm. I'll say I'll say it now so that we can have fun the rest of the show. The one thing that I'll never not be sad about is that as you get older and you recognize how people change, I, I'll never get over that. My dad died. The initial sadness and that morning and all of that changes and it's colored and you get through it. That's life. It's part of process. Maybe I experienced passing a parent too earlier than some, but regardless, it's still a part of life. But he never got the chance to change. Mm. He never got the chance to complete that trajectory. And on days like today, I think to myself, how nice would it be to go and have brunch with my dad as he would have been today, as mm. I am today? What's the conversation we would have had? What are the things we would have agreed on? What are the things we would have disagreed on and, and the, the debate that would have happened there? I wasn't freshly baked when he died. I wasn't baked when he died, and I feel like I'm yeah. better baked now. And that I can never get. And I can think about it all I want, and I can thought experiment all I want, but I can't ever have it. And that that sucks. So that's yeah. I I God. I I think I think that's actually really profound. And because whether or not your progress is stopped by you know death, or whether it's stopped by trauma or stubbornness or an unwillingness to grow people being stuck in just being stuck is is i think really tragic you know and i and i in my own experience right you know they're just people who i care deeply about who are stuck in their trauma who are stuck in their their upbringings stuck in the way that they look at the world and and stuck in a way that they don't even realize how much it's costing them. Mm -hmm. They're stuck in a way that they don't know that they're stuck. They don't know that it could be different. They don't know what they're losing. You know, they're, they're like, they're very much aware of how hard things are and how painful things are and how sad things are, but are not aware that there's a pathway forward. There's a way to become you know, there's there's a way to get out of the binary black and white thinking. There's a way to put things in a greater context. And that is sort of what maturity is. That is what adulthood is, is being able to put things in context, to be able to have conflicting things coexist at the same time and learn to move through them and, and accept who we are, you know, the good, the bad, the mistakes, the ugly, the all of it. And and each other, 
that way and and to you know it's i think we we go through the world thinking that things have to fit into a good category or a bad category and and we can't be flawed we and you know it's like it's if you can't love somebody who isn't perfect you can't forgive somebody or like you 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 can't have accountability and forgiveness at the same time yeah and stuff like that and yet those the, you know, there's this conflicting ideas and they prevent growth. And I think that that it's just so tragic to be to, to whether you whether you just die early or whether you stay that same person, you know, and, and wherever you got stuck. Right. Maybe you got stuck at 12. Maybe you're stuck at 30. Maybe you're stuck at whatever. Uh, yeah, it's I, it's, I told, it said to my sad. mom the other day, I said, you know, mom, I think often your your trap is that. You've got all these eggs, right? And they're very fragile and they can break. And you've got, let's say, 12 of them, okay? But you've only got two hands. And so which two eggs, you're always deciding which two eggs you're going to hold to make sure they don't break. But then you're sad because the rest of the eggs are breaking. But like, and and so which two eggs do I hold? That's what you spend your whole time worrying about. You don't, you can't appreciate any of the other great things you have in your life because you're worrying about which two eggs to hold. And I was like, mom, here's the magic you're not understanding you can hold all the eggs, right? <laughs> you don't have to pick two to hold. You can hold all of them. You might need some help to learn that skill, and it doesn't mean it's going to feel good, but you can hold all of the eggs. Uh, it, mm. it doesn't help, but that was my analogy. Okay, so <laughs> this has taken a different show, but... Yeah, hey, look, you know, it's a birthday show. Yeah, they, it they're going to go in, in lots of different directions. So I wanted to start with... Uh, let me come back to the frame. So I wanted to just, so of all those pictures, right, that I found, I wanted to just share a couple of them uh, that I thought might be fun. Um, so the first is uh, the first, right? There is no f- better birthday than that first birthday, the zero uh, birthday. Uh, there I am. Are you wearing a little sailor's outfit? Yeah. So that is actually right after my emergence because I was intubated or incubated? Like, incubated. They put me in the incubated. little, yeah, the little like, I needed to bake some more because I was very premature. And me and my mom both almost didn't make it, but we did. And so we have that bond together. So that was my first, that's my baby birthday. Uh, Cute. And then I always remembered one thing I thought was so special about my birthday was my mom had got me this candle and it went from one to eight or 10. I can't quite remember, but like, and every year you would burn down Uh. one of the years. So it was like when you made it to 10, you got through your first candle. And I remember that candle would always sit in the little cabinet and I remember counting, waiting for my birthday so we could light the candle. So there it is. It's one of my first birthdays. Oh, that's cool. That's one of my grand. That's my grandfather. You need a candle now, buddy. I do need a candle now. Uh, and that's my brother with his hand on my shoulder. And that's my chocolate cake, and my pumpkin, because it was near Halloween, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's my candle. I remember. Are that. you a chocolate cake or a vanilla cake? I'm person. a chocolate cake guy. Um, that's my grandpa, and it's funny. This is one of the people. My grandpa was, has always been there. I love my grandpa. He passed away a few years ago. Many years ago, actually, 19, it doesn't matter, 2004, I think. And uh, he was always there, and he always loved me, and he was always a good grandpa. And I I guess I, you just take it for granted. But going back now and looking through and and, and recognizing that they always were there for you and they always loved you is really special. That's Mm. my sister behind me and my first cat, Rabbit. We called her Rabbit because she didn't have a tail, Keith. She just had a little, like, button poof on her tail should be, so we called her Rabbit. 
This uh, isn't on my birthday, Aww. but I wanted to call out friends on the show, fellow geeks. I cannot remember which type of computer that is. I think it's it's definitely got a five and a quarter floppy drive. Uh, yeah, what is that? I don't know. It's, but not, a, it's not an IBM. It's like a like a TRS, like a Tandy uh, or something. Uh, I can't remember, but I'm sure somebody has a better brain than I and can figure it out. So I wanted to put this out there because I found it in the pictures. If you see in the very, it's cut off, but you see my old telephone there in the top left. Directly to the left of that is the first modem we ever had, a 26.6 modem, right? Oh, uh, not even a 56K. To, you didn't have the 14.4 first? Oh, it might, that might be a 14.4, actually. I can't quite remember, and it's totally cut off there. But it wasn't connected to – it was connected to this computer because I would hook into bulletin boards. I remember the BBS. That was before mm-hmm. even AIIM and Prodigy and all that stuff. Okay, anyway, we got a little outside myself. On the other side of the room is our Packard Bell that we got. Oh. Uh, here's the same candle. This is later on. That was when my mom got was really into just generic everything. So we got a generic Gennardi's cake there. And the soda, which you can't see in this picture, was called like Thrift Right. I don't even know where we got it. Thrift Right. Mm. I mean, but I'm a vanilla cake person, so I very much appreciate that cake. Um, Same same party. Now, for some reason, I'm standing off to the side. I didn't even get a place at the table here for my birthday. But Are you wearing a Desert Storm t-shirt, like celebrating the war in Iraq? Like, woohoo, Desert Storm! (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that was a thrift store pickup, but regardless, (laughs) watch this. This is how how indoctrinated I was, Keith. Voices that care are crying out loud. I know the rest of it. So when you close your eyes tonight... Feeling your heart, how our love burns bright. That was our, like, uh, what was the, uh, we are, that was our We Are the World for Desert Storm, if you recall. Oh, I don't, re- I mean, like, I, I'm vaguely familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was too young, I, I don't remember. Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is the same party. Okay, so <laughs> this is later, so this is cool because um, uh, I'm not in this picture, but this is one of my parties. I just want to show you, like, the serious 80s wallpaper going on. <laughs> oh, that is. An... Oh, and that's the metal grate going Remember down the basement. Remember I told you basement. we had gates going down to the – we didn't you... have doors. My dad that's was right, into you... gates. I I remember you tell – I didn't know it was so ornate. It was very ornate. It wasn't like – it was less dungeon-y than a lot of people think. Uh, but it made – my dad didn't want there to be a door going down the basement. So no sh- shenanigans happened down there. Spoiler no. alert. Shenanigans still went down down there. I, my my parents were like, yeah, sure, go to town, because they knew no shenanigans were ever going to happen. All kinds of shenanigans. Uh, the other thing that was cool about this picture is that of in this picture, three of these people I'm going to have a birthday party with next weekend. Like, this, oh, no I didn't realize how unique it was at the time. Uh, and two of them I went to nursery school with. So there are people I went to nursery school with who I am still dear friends with and celebrate holidays with. Oh, and what a great 90s Flyers hat. Yeah. Now, interestingly, my friend Paul, who is the middle person in this uh, next to the Flyers hat, he – we just watched the World Series together last week. He's wearing a Milwaukee Brewers hat, which makes no sense at all. Well, look, I understand. Like, I, you're going to – you can see me wearing, like, a Jacksonville Jaguars shirt. Yeah, the There's just some random relative who, yeah. like, just gave me a, a free shirt, and I, I wore it. So the other present that my nieces gave me last night, along with my brother, is this. A life-size – Keith, that's not plastic. That is fully a forged sword 
That is a Thundercats branded sword. That's why that black tip at the end, there is a, the end, the end isn't even blunted. It's just plasticed off. Wait, so they bought you a, like. A weapon. What do your nieces do for a living? Because. Uh, well, um, they, they, they helped my brother pick it out. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me get it. Yeah, well, nonetheless, that is the coolest present I think I. It's up there. I've seen in a while. Oh, he's got it. Look at that. We we were discussing last night how to display that. That is the Thundercats. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna put it on. Look at the ornate handle. That's amazing. That is. It's the full. Oh, I don't want to stab myself. Careful here. That is. That f- is cool as heck. Wow. Right. That's rad, isn't it? It's amazing. Um. It, I, wow. I don't know. A, what my wife's going to think about it, and B, <laughs> she's going to love it. Where she's going to tolerate it. it. It's also very heavy, but just for scale. Uh, that's yeah, me no. Almost stabbing them. Um, well, if if you had a fireplace, you mounted over the fireplace. That's a good point. If it, A lot of ifs there. Um, okay, so Keith, so that was some of that stuff. I wanted to uh, also share some of the other presents I got. So you and I, uh, on our Patreon feed, so thanks for our patrons as well, checked out uh, the Michael Myers Super 7 and NECA, to- not Super 7, NECA Toys and Real Toys collaboration on the Michael Myers uh, figure. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. I, let's go to Surprise Toy Cam, got, oh! uh, let's start here. Let's see, Battle of the Bands? Wow. We the People? It's a the tryout, you'll recall, if, you're a man of a certain age. Look Marty McFly. Marty McFly. He's got a guitar, which is pretty awesome. That's uh, and you know the, the different hands, as you see. But one of those hands, Keith, starts to is disappear. Fading out? It's yes, fading out. Yes, I was wondering. Uh, of course, I mean it that is. is awesome. So ah. they also make a, a future Marty with a hoverboard. So I might have to look into that. So we're going to open this on the Patreon channel. Uh, so if you're not a patron, uh, patreon.com slash K&M, you, you're def- K&M, you definitely want to check that out. So, also. So cool. Of course, uh, people might know my hair is graying, and so the joke around here is that I am Doc Brown. And so we all, I also got from CEO Jen. Marty! Marty! And this one, talk about storytelling. We've got the pistol. We've got he's got some arms that change, which I don't quite understand what that is well, about. So he can have his radiation gloves. Oh, that's what it is. Um, he's got what else is over there? Wow, yeah, it's just some cool stuff. So we're gonna open this on the channel. Also, I just want to show it. Look, look, oh, cool! Oh my god, there's so many I want to get. Oh, look at them all! I gotta get future Biff with the um, the almanac. That's wow. Hold on, I ain't done. Oh my God! There's more. We got the Mummy, Keith. This is in the 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 the, the monster oh. movies line. I can't wait to open this. So we got three patrons that are coming. Wow! Look at that. And then I also want to show. I just got, I a, got a lot box, of toys. A box oh, of goodies. <laughs> we got me an Odo. Uh huh. Of course. We got me Kieran Reese with a cool uh-huh. stand. Yeah, with a Bajoran stand. Looking good, Kira. 
you know, if uh, this is, of course, all in reference to our uh, Keith and Mike watch Deep Space Nine, also so, on the so channel. So many good stuff. And then one in the box, Keith. So this must be a special one. Let's check it out. Uh, it's, it's the one that I had in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my boy Garrick. And that's a Garrick. So, yeah. So you now have a, uh, a complete set of the Deep Space Nine figures up until the point that we are in the show. And he was careful to, any... careful to avoid spoilers, which is just so very key with him. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the, we'll, we'll, I'll add spoiler toys as we move forward in the show. I don't have a picture of it, but the one other thing that CEO Jen got me, which um, is really awesome. Oops. Is uh, it's a, it's a, it's a Star Trek mug, Keith. It's one of those changer mugs. And it's oh. it's a transporter that's empty, but then when yeah. the hot liquid goes in, they beam in. Who who beams in? Which which people? I think it's it? I think it's next gen. I'm not sure, but I wish it was deep space. Now I don't I don't wish anything. Jen got it for me. It's lovely. It's very thoughtful. She's such a wonderful wife. I'm very lucky. And uh, yeah, so that was that was the gifts I got. What? How do I take this away? That was the gifts I got. <laughs> that is the like most impressive birthday haul. I don't think I've gotten a birthday well, haul and the like best, that. Wait, the best other part for myself I want to share is uh, I got myself the God of War Ragnarok for that I talked about on the show on the Geekly last week with my brother and uh, yeah I'm going to play that all day today when we're done here that's that's pretty great yeah I, I, as, as I was saying I have not gotten a birthday haul like that since probably 1993 mm. <laughs> like that is uh that's very impressive. I'm very happy for you. I'm a little envious. It's uh, that's that's a really good haul, buddy. So uh, let's talk about some 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 toy. I, this leads me to some uh, something I bought myself. I want to just quickly toss out some things we've been uh, geeking on that are not that are not toys. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. uh, did I say two or three, Keith? Uh, you. I think you said two, but I can do as many as you want. No, nah, the two is two is good. Uh, no, maybe three. Well, we'll, t- we'll talk about them. The photographs was one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, mm. and we talked about that. So uh, I'll start. So I'll, I'll put the frames up in case I put something in on post. What do you say about that? I, I think that sounds great. So a few years ago, five years ago, six years ago, I paid a lot of money to fix my teeth. Uh, I'll mm. show – I think I have the before and afters. I did Invisalign. Because uh, I had a pretty bad crowd. It wasn't necessary, but I did it, and I've never regretted it. Uh, not only did it make my teeth nice and straight. The beautiful teeth. Beautiful teeth. But it actually had me obsessively focus about my dental hygiene for a year, a year and a half. Every night flossing. Every night brushing. Never forgot my retainers. Well, you're going to pay all that money. You're going to use it. Yeah, right. That's – Yes. And what I noticed was not only did my teeth get straight, but they got really white and really clean, and my bad gums went away, and my bleeding gums went away, and it really was awesome. And flossing. Like, flossing, yep. So I still to this day, three years, four years on from the, the intensive part of the Invisalign, if you can afford it and you need it, you should absolutely do it. Hundred. My wife did it, loved it, 100%. But... And life gets in the way, and though I've never, I never forget to wear my retainers. I wear them every night. My dental hygiene has slipped back into normal, casual human status. Right? I, I still brush, mm-hmm. I still floss, but n- not as diligently as I had. 
And you, that's something you do every day. You brush your teeth and your dental hygiene is – and my mom always said, keep your own teeth. My dad did not do that. In his 30s, Keith, did mm. I ever tell you this? In his 30s, I think so. he needed a couple of root canals. He needed some things. They needed to do some dental stuff. And he's like, you know what? F it. Take them all out. My dad elected to have all of his teeth retract, uh, uh, taken out and then just got dentures in his 30s because so he, he did, didn't want to wow. be bothered. He said one of the biggest regrets of his life, go figure. It's like cut my arm yeah. off. I don't want to have to sign checks anymore. <laughs> right? Like it's, It was That's, the dumbest thing. Led to a lot of funny stories, but regardless. So That's fascinating. I went down the Amazon rabbit hole. I'll link it below. And found myself, I've never had an electric toothbrush before. Never. Oh, And I started reading yeah. about how much more efficient actually using an electric toothbrush is. And I said, well, I can't just have a $30 electric toothbrush. Oh, I, I need the best. I then found out that the best is like $350. And I said, well, I don't need the best. I don't need the best. I need to find the Goldilocks. And I did. I believe I did. It's the Oral-B. IO series number six, Keith. Oh, link down below. Link down below. Use our Amazon yep. referral because it's much cheaper on Amazon. It's like a two hundred dollar toothbrush. I think I got it for a buck twenty. No, under a hundred dollars. That was my limit. I think I got it for eighty dollars on Amazon. Uh, anyway, here are the three main features I love about it. One, the pulse timer. You remember when COVID happened, Keith? Remember that thing? Remember COVID? Uh, yeah, funny I do. Yeah, what was the best part about COVID? Not having, not seeing people. Yeah, that was pretty good. Not getting sick was nice too. <laughs> wearing the mask and all that, but like learning how to wash your hands was good. That was something we all needed. A reminder. Mm. Twenty yeah, seconds. Yeah. Sing happy birthday, right? Oh yeah, twenty seconds. Oh, what did we all think? Oh shit, twenty seconds is a lot longer than I thought. Remember, happy birthday. You're like, oh yeah, this is. I'm washing my hands for long. I never washed my hands this long before. This mm-hmm. I was doing it wrong. Well, folks, yeah. you're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes. And these toothbrushes pulse every 30 seconds so that you know when to change quadrants. Guess what I learned? I ain't been brushing my teeth nearly long enough. But I do now, Keith. I do now brush my teeth long enough. On top of that, it has a pressure sensor, a little light around it. When it's green, Uh that tells me I'm pressing just hard enough. When it's red, I'm pressing too hard. And if it's blue, I'm not pressing hard enough. That's what I need. So now, Keith, I'm oh. learning to brush my teeth just the right pressure. I'm getting just the right time. It's black and sleek. It's a great piece of tech. It's got a magnetic charger. Let me tell you, Mike mm. loves his electric toothbrush. Kid Mike would have been like a toothbrush. Uh huh. But adult Mike, I'm all in. Keith, what's your first one? Yeah, boy, and you know, the 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 things that we like as adults that we wouldn't have liked as kids. Uh, get ready, because I'm not even sure that I like it. <laughs> But I like it better than the alternative, and that is TurboTax. Uh, mm. If you have ever – I don't think anybody is old enough at this point. It, the first time I did my taxes when I was like 16 from my job at Zachary's Pizza, I had to fill out by hand a form to do my taxes, and it was the most stressful thing I have ever done. And I think I made like $400 that year. So uh, – the ability to have a software program that will do your taxes for you essentially uh, is extraordinary. Uh, I know that that's I'm well behind the time. Obviously, I've been doing it for a long time, but uh, kid me would have died, but adult me very much appreciates something that will just dumb it down for me 
And so I don't have to fill out anything by hand. Um, take it from a guy who's been audited before. Oh, no. Have somebody do your taxes, or if you're going to do it yourself, do it on TurboTax. Get a program that has auto protection, that helps you, reminds you to do this and to do that and to fill out that. And, to, oh, this doesn't look right. Is this right? Just it's, it's only a couple bucks. You can actually write off the majority of the cost. Mm-hmm. Worth doing. 100%. No, the the little the little like audit thingy at the end it tells me if I'm in the green or in the orange on whether or not uh, I'm likely to be audited. Like that lets me sleep at night because if I'm audited, I'm toast. But yeah, um, I, I know that I'm cheating just the right amount yes, if I'm still in the green. Yeah, and it should be easier this year, hopefully. So uh, I totally agree with that. Number two. Uh, so even as a kid, I. I was afraid because of some of the things we talked about, death and whatever. I, I, I stayed in my mom's room for a little bit too long. Like I was a little – I should have been sleeping in my own bedroom for a long, but I, I stuck out in my mom's room. And it was basically torture because my mom sleeps like a vampire. She needs the dead quiet. It's just the dead quiet. And I can't – it drives me insane. Uh, so then I started sleeping with my grandfather in my uh, two twin beds in my bedroom. My grandfather was staying with us. And he snored like a, a, a demon. So, uh, I also never slept. So I guess until I was about nine years old, I never slept. And then I wrecked my, and then eventually my grandpa, uh, moved into my brother's room. My brother went off, uh, moved into the bigger room and my dad, my dad also didn't sleep in my mom's room in the master bedroom because he also couldn't sleep with the dead quiet. And he introduced me to just plugging in a box fan, uh, mm. for the white noise. And I, ever since slept with a box fan. However, I recognize that the box fans you buy, if you run them all of the time, like you do when you're sleeping, they burn out a lot. Uh, they mm-hmm. also blow a lot of dust around and gets, turns out, Keith, in the, in the, in the winter time when it's cold, blowing a fan on yourself is not great. You know, it's almost like you're, you, you, there are things that have a, you can use for their direct purpose as opposed to the side effects. So I got myself electro fan, which is a, a, a sound machine. Uh, it is the top-rated sound machine on the Amazon. I thought, do I really want to spend 60 bucks on a machine that just makes noise? Guess what? Yes, I do! It is mm. amazing. It's got 13 different fan sounds, ranging from pink noise to white noise. You can get any sound in between. It's very small and portable. It's also got some wave sounds if you want that crap out. I need that crap. Just give me my fan sound. I love it. It's the Letro Fan something series. We'll link it down below on Amazon. And I'll show a picture right here because it's amazing. Don't get yourself a white noise machine. Sleep like a baby. Mike, as a kid, didn't know how much it would be important to him. But uh, And then convert your spouse because Jen was not a – she was a TV sleeper. I said, no, 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 no. Oh, TV, no. Uh, get yourself some white noise. Now every time she goes away, she's like, I can't sleep without the white noise. And I said, yeah, damn right. All right. I just use earplugs. I, get the That's hell out of here. Absolutely not. So my, my thing that I enjoy very much as an adult, but would have found terribly boring as a kid, and that is Easy Pass. Oh. Uh, which, you know, for people who aren't old, uh, you <laughs> used to have to go to the toll booth oh God, and so hand hard. money and pick up tickets and literally, like, it's it's inconceivable today. I mean, now they're just ripping out the toll booths entirely. It's all bill by mail or whatever. But the, when I, uh, you know, I, I just got a card of my own car for the first time this, this year, cause moved out of the city. 
uh, getting my easy pass and mounting it on the uh, on the dash, I felt so accomplished and and just like woo, I could just go anywhere, bing, bing, bing. But when I was a kid, when we took uh, road trip in Vermont, there are no toll roads. Um, but when we took a you know road trip out to Wyoming or whatever, one of my favorite things that I enjoyed, uh, Mike, do you remember they used to have the little mouth things that you'd throw coins in? Loved it. And it would let the car go by. And like, that was always like, we argued about who got to throw the 75 cents into the little machine eater there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now the idea of having to keep, well, now it wouldn't even be coins, (laughs) keep cash to buy uh, just to go down the road would, I would lose my mind. So on the Jersey Turnpike, going to the shore, it used to be, I remember the coins didn't work. You had to go and purchase tokens to Uh. use on the tolls. Oh, even worse. Oh, talk about an unnecessary step. The only thing, my wish for Easy Pass, is that they still do this weird thing where they they interpret how much you generally spend and start to deduct that much money from your account. I just wanted to take the money out of my account directly for each toll. Don't subtract, oh, you generally use $85 a month, so we're going to just preemptively take out $85. I don't like that. Fair, fair. Uh, So get with the times, all right. Yeah, instant uh, transactions, baby. Keith, I have a bonus. Okay. Listen, guys. We all poop. We all poop. And I generally use a lot of toilet paper and wet wipes, which you aren't supposed to use. They're not septic safe. Even though they say they're septic safe, turns out that they're not. But they're they're very helpful for, for cleanup, okay? I'm a hairy Italian guy. Oh God! I need to be clean, Keith. I hate oh, walking Mike, around. It's, I hate it's walk, a Sunday. I hate oh. walking around feeling unclean, Keith. Guess what, guys? Europe's oh, had it. it Europe's had it for years. Europe. Here it is. Has known for years. I finally broke down. Mm-hmm. It was an Amazon flash sale. Bought yep, myself a bidet. Mm-hmm. I installed the bidet. Look, it's real easy. You turn this knob where it says rear. So you turn the knob. You point it to rear. Rear means butt. Turns out. You mm. then turn on the thing. Keith, it it fire hoses water directly up your ass. Now, what you do from there is your business. Some people scoot their their butt around and really watch her out. Some people just like take one shot and just like be done with it. I like to give it a good stream, all right? And just like really rinse her out. And let me tell you guys, my wife has been out of town working on this show for three weeks now. You know how many rolls of toilet paper I've used since she's left town? Not even one. Not even one roll of toilet paper. The the bidet has changed my life more profoundly than any other piece of technology I've gotten except my OLED TV, which is my pride and joy. Uh, Get yourself a bidet. Listen to me if you listen to me about anything. Buy a bidet for you and your loved ones. You know, I... uh... There are many things that people are passionate about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, like if, whether you're really into politics or whether you're really into a sport or you're you're very, you know, excited about your religion and you have, you know, you, you have the, the Church of Latter-day Saints knocking on doors or like, you know, you're, 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 you're out there canvassing for your candidate. There are no people in the world more passionate prosthetizers than owners of bidets. Uh, I, I, you all know them. 
there's there's everybody has like two or three people in their life who at least 50 to 70% of all of your conversations with them start and end with you got to get a bidet. It's like it's it's like cocaine. I've purchased three friends bidets cuz they wouldn't they wouldn't do it themselves so I just I was like use it. If you don't if it, you don't continue to use it if it doesn't change your life, uh, I I'll buy it. Like just just and so I did. I've done it. Uh and the same is for you Keith. You got to get a bidet or I'm just going to buy it for you and you have to install it. Okay, well, that's... 30-second learning curve. It'll change the rest of your life. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. All Trust right. me on this. If you are a user and you're a bidet evangelist, let us know in the comments. Uh, if you want to talk about any of the things we talked about today, let us know in the comments. We have one, speci- we have one special treat, final treat, uh, before mm-hmm. we go, and then I'll let you watch football, Keith. Uh, Thank I'm God. pop over to our screening room. Yeah. Let me take myself out here. And uh, first, Keith and I started doing a show about three years ago called The Outer Practice Podcast, which was about David E. Kelly's The Practice. It's still available on your podcast feeds and some of the episodes on YouTube. Check it out. At Mm. least watch the finale. We put a lot of work into that. So at least watch the finale. It's on YouTube. Uh, Keith, what's the first thing we're going to look at here? Uh... Oh, oh, the the but it's it, this is this is reduce, reuse, recycle. Uh, but uh, your wife and I uh, maybe wrote you a little wrote you a little uh, birthday song that we can all enjoy. Yeah, so on that out of practice podcast, we would always celebrate each other's birthdays, uh, and uh, this was one of the ways we did it one year. Mike, 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 it is your birthday. Mike, it is your birthday. Hey, it still holds hey. up. Still holds up. <laughs> totally still holds up. Um, oh, that's I'd great. I love that Worf is in there, uh, considering Worf's butthole from last week. What? Worf's butthole is forever now. And also, there was a happy hobo picture in there. There was a happy hobo. Picture there. Uh, which I actually found the footage of Happy Hobo last night, and it is it doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, you sent it to me. I was like, wow, look at can't that. Put, can't put that on the internet. Probably shouldn't even talk about it on the internet, but that, that cat's out of the bag. Okay. Uh lastly, here's some footage. Uh just I want some B-roll of my third my ninth birthday party. Uh and I think oh, my awesome. ninth birthday party is basically it's it is the encapsulation of of all things. So what I loved was you have some families and cousins, and it's, it is sad that there's a bunch of people in this footage that are no longer with us. Mm. Um, but regardless, uh, this is kind of how we celebrate. There's like the classic '80s stuff. There's my mom. Well, I'm going to give you some stuff. I want you to keep an eye out for uh, the uncomfortable singing, where everybody's singing poorly, and you're just kind of uncomfortable at the center of attention, uh, just mm-hmm. wanting to get through mm-hmm. it so you can eat cake. There's the, everybody is hanging out, but then we're being too loud or somebody says something. So my mom yells and it gets quiet. It's awkwardly quiet because your mom just yelled for like oh, five great. seconds yeah. and then comes back together. That's, that's an 80s staple. Got some here. Yep. Uh, and my dad just VHS videotaping. But remember this. My dad had lost a lot of money on the Philadelphia Eagles in the 1980 Super Bowl. So for my entire childhood, until my dad died, we were not allowed to root for the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Even though they're their home team. So one of the presents I got this year from my Uncle Max is really funny uh, because at the time I just was uncomfortable. 
uh, but had to like pretend to like it because it was uh, a it present. Yeah. But also, uh, as an adult, I now get that it was actually just a dig at my dad, which makes <laughs> which is really funny. Uh, See context, back. yeah, context is everything. Uh, so anyway, here's just a little footage ending with uh, the thought. I will say I said on Instagram this morning, and I mean it. If you're a blessed person, you get to spend at least some portion of your birthday with a group of people who love you singing at you very badly. Mm. Oh, the Eagles hat. That's that's like a pretty serious helmet. It was real. It was was NFL licensed. There's my brother. I, I loved those uniforms back then. That looks just like my birthdays at that age. I got an, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle from Playmates. Oh man, those things are worth a fortune now. And I Should've got opened it. I got a Randall Cunningham All Star. Remember those those pictures? What were those called? Uh, those figures. Oh, star. Oh, oh yeah. I have a complete set of Phil Simms ones. Yeah. Right what, behind was the, me. what was the name of that company? Uh, Proline. Uh, 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 this is my dad. You can hear football in the background. So my birthday was on a Sunday this year. Yeah. Everyone's wearing sweatpants. My mom just yelled and made everybody uncomfortable. Great. My aunt is in the back, chain smoking. <laughs> right, right around all the children. You'll notice the ornate uh, railings. Oh yes. And now I'm going to cut and I'm going to start doing professional wrestling posing because 80s. Naturally. Of course, this is 1989. Hulk Hogan is the uh, WWF champion. That's me being very uh, shy. Uh huh. I just said what you didn't hear got cut off was kill Cunningham because I was anti Eagles. You're anti Eagles. Oh, I agreed with you on that. He was so good though. He was good. He was a lefty. There's my candle burning the last of its two years. So it did go. To, I was nine here, so it had one more year after this. Yeah. My nephew turned nine yesterday. It's crazy. You, you know, it's weird how much you look the same. You're kind of the same. You always look a little concerned. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there you he just is. You look a little bit concerned. <laughs> there it is. And that kid, uh, with, I'll, I'll, let me say it as we close this. That kid uh, had a lot of feels. And I'm, I'm glad that he was able to grow up and find his way to a tribe of people who were also full of feels and uh, got to eventually partner up with Keith and scream into the void of the internet and get to, uh, to grow and to, to be who he is unapologetically unabashedly on the internet every week for all of our friends out there. It means a lot to me. It means the world. And uh, we might have a small little community, but, it's important. Oop, I can't. I mean, he's clicking on every button. It's important to me. It means a lot to me, and I'm I'm so thankful to share a little bit of my birthday with y'all. And uh, we have to get out of here because it's football Sunday, and Keith's got the Giants to watch. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, that I, that was that was really fun. Thank you uh, for sharing your birthday with us, Mikey. Absolutely. Was, Thank uh, you. That was a uh, that was that was really fun. A really uh, fun adventure down there. If you would like to. Uh, to throw Mike a, uh, a happy birthday, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash K&M. And you can join Brian Kaufman, Casey Clark, CloudLover69, Jason Moe, Andrew Hayes, Jorge Navoa, 
and the mysterious, the mysterious Anne's Wharf's Bootshivs and other places, CRM <laughs> Productions, Charles Babbage, Grim Toys, and Delusions at Noon. All right, folks. Well, wherever you are, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. If it's not your birthday, we're still celebrating you as we celebrate me. Uh, it's all in good fun. We're friends. Keep geeking out. We'll see you next week. Check out our other shows. Keith and Mike watch Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Keith and Mike talk about other stuff and toys and all the goodness. Uh, until then, folks, this is Mike, this is Keith, and this is K&M Geekly. Uh, where's the tag? Where's the? We need a new tag every week. Uh, can't beat the geek.